Thank you for downloading this New Zealand Sports Radio show. We have a new way that you can support us. There is a link in the notes down below where you can make a one-off donation to New Zealand Sports Radio. Thank you for support and uh, enjoy the show. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements. Featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Hello and welcome to the morning sports briefing here on New Zealand Sports Radio. Yes, it is the 19th of May at 7am because yes you know what we turn up at 7am every single morning seven days a week bringing you the up-to-date with the most important sports news today we have the Bundesliga is taking place right here right now yes you're missing a game um, spit it out um, says the ICC um, Reds players stood down Warriors request um, for help with injury crisis shunned by the NRL um, and confusion over grassroots sport Let's kick off with that football straight away. And as I say, um, Weber Bremen uh, and uh, Bayern Leverhazen are, ta- are playing right now. Uh, and currently it is nil all. We'll obviously bring you the final score that tomorrow. Um, in the project restart for the English Premier League yesterday or overnight, they met um, and agreed that they would return to stage one of training, which basically is small groups with no contact. Uh, so doing social distancing. Um, etc. Uh, so that'll they'll they'll be returning uh, today uh, to training. The what's up next for them? Well, basically on the twenty fifth of May, UEFA has a deadline when leagues have to have finished their plan to restart. And then on the first of June, the UK government um, has set that date as the first possible date for elite sport behind closed doors. And the twelfth of June is the initial target for the Premier League to return. But they have not. They've said they have not. Um, committed to that date so there you go that's what's um uh, that, that's that's the sort of timeline we have around the epl returning to play uh, and uh, if there's a score while we're on air we will give you an update to that um bundesliga game between by uh, sorry weber bremen and by Leverhazen. Uh, i'm going to hand you over to now to ashwin for our cricket update And he's got himself on mute. Ah, oh, crikey. It's, the, it's, it's a shocking start to the morning. Oh, good morning, Paul, and good morning to everybody out there. And uh, the in cricket news, the ICC says sweat it out. So recommendations from the ICC Cricket Committee have ruled out using artificial substances to maintain the ball and have also ruled out using saliva, which is obviously the 
um, the common method at the moment. The committee comprising of Anna Kumble, Rahul Dravid, Mahela, Jaya Wardener, Andrew Strauss, Belinda Clark, Mickey Arthur and Richie Illingworth concluded that players can use sweat to carry out ball maintenance. So that's what the committee has recommended in terms of ball maintenance, which has been a bit of an ongoing issue. What they're saying is that with the artificial substances, it's very hard to control who uses what, when and where. So they've basically just defaulted back to using sweat. Other recommendations that they've made is temporarily placing neutral umpires on hold and going with home umpires uh, and also going with an extra review per innings in every format of the game. Now, that's because they're saying, well, look, you're going to have home umpires. So to, to even that up or any perceived bias there, they'll give an extra review to each to, for each innings. Now, the other recommend and the final recommendation of major note was that there'll be no COVID-19 replacements, which is very logical because their viewers, if somebody comes down with a COVID-19 symptoms or is diagnosed with it, then basically the game's on hold because everybody needs to go into isolation. So that's the recommendations from the ICC Cricket Committee. Now, newly appointed, newly appointed Pakistan ODI captain wants to adopt the stylings of Imran Khan. Now, we're not talking about the flowing locks or the political aspirations, but we're talking about improvements in the ODI game in Pakistan. Babur Azam says that he wants to lift the ranking from six to within the top three. Now, he's making a concerted effort to ensure that his game's not affected in taking on the extra leadership role of being the captain and making sure that that performance is maintained. And he'll be utilising the experiences of coach Mizbah Al-Haq and other senior players to try and get Pakistan back to the top of the ODI world. In West Indies, there's a massive hole in the coffers, which is no surprise if you follow West Indies cricket. But Ricky Skerritt has sounded the alarm bells for the future. The news of financial woes come as the cricket West Indies struggle to make the payments, player payments that are out and due now. The news of the squandered fund now shows basically that, oh, sorry, news shows that there have been multiple squandered funds of huge amounts and is only compounded by the effects of COVID-19. So West Indies there in a bit of financial trouble and no big rich billionaire from America coming on a white horse to save them like has happened in the, in the past. And finally... Join us this week on Swinging from the Hips. We're going to have Adrian Dale. And Adrian Dale is a former England A player. And we'll go over the English cricket system where they've got county championships. They've got the 100 and they've got the Vitality Plus. What are all these formats? So we'll go over what they are, how club cricket works down there, as well as he's been one of the key proponents in New Zealand's uh, youth program called Age, Ages and Stage. Age, Age for Stage, sorry. And we will be discussing those developments and what that means for cricket here in New Zealand as well. So join us for that and more with Adrian Dale and the regular hosts of Rohit Ranchot and Taryn Nathula right here on Swinging from the Hip on Thursday at 8pm. And that's our cricket news for today, Paul. Thank you very much, Ashwin. And so you do not miss out on that. Don't forget to like the Facebook page to get updated with about all of the shows. Um, or if you prefer to listen, then subscribe on iHeartRadio, Spotify or iTunes. Just search for New Zealand Sport Radio. As you can see, uh, Bayer Hazen took the lead, but 
um, Weber Bremen have hit back. So it's one all over there in the Bundesliga. And I'm going to hand you over now to Stephen for our birthdays. Good morning, everybody. In uh, birthdays today, a well-travelled utility back from Palmerston North Boys High to Test Cricket. And finally, a county's Monaco pocket rocket a winger. And uh, that's where we start. Sherwin Stowers, born this day, the 19th of May in 1986, is a former New Zealand rugby union player. He played for the Blues in Super Rugby and also for counties Manukau in the ITM Cup. Stowers, who turns 34 today, played for the New Zealand team in the World 7 Series and represented New Zealand at the 2010 and 2014 Commonwealth Games. Very speedy winger he was, elusive, one should say. Jamie Michael Howe, born this day, the 19th of May, 1981, is a former cricketer who has played Test Match, One Day, and 2020 International Cricket for New Zealand. He attended Palmerston North Boys High School in New Zealand Domestic Cricket. He plays for and captains Central Districts. Howe is a steady-scoring right-handed opening batsman, and occasional off-spin bowler. He made his first-class debut in the 2000-2001 season and his international debut in the 2005-2006 season. How turns 39 today. And finally, Willie Walker, born this day, the 19th of May 1984, is a New Zealand rugby union footballer. He is a versatile player who can either slot into first five or fullback. Walker has played locally for North Harbour, Otago and Counties Monaco in provincial rugby and super rugby for the Highlanders in the 2002-2003 series. Season, beg your pardon. The well-travelled Walker, who turns 36 today, has also played for both Gloucester and Worcester Warriors in English rugby. And that's our birthdays for today. Thank you very much, Stephen. And moving on to rugby news. Um, yesterday, the players going back, came back and it was Bronco test time uh, over in the Blues. Uh, they have a, a number of personal bests uh, in for, for yesterday, including Bowden Barrett breaking the club record. Uh, um, only two seconds behind him was Ruru. Uh, and I think it was eight players um, got themselves personal bests yesterday in the Broncos, which uh, in some ways shouldn't be too surprising. We're expecting a lot of the players to come back, having lost some muscle mass, uh, and that's going to need to be built back up. Um, but if they have been looking after themselves, they should still be cardiovascularly fit. So congratulations to them breaking those times, but I think we're going to see those um, personal bests or, or the Broncos times dr uh, drop back to back down as they put the, the muscle mass back on that they require for contact in rugby. Also, um, over in Australia, Isaac Rodder, um, um, Isaac Lucas and Harry Hawkins have all been stood down by the Reds for not agreeing uh, to take pay cuts as have been agreed by between the league or between Australia Rugby and the Players Association. Uh, the three players all have the same player manager and have all refused to take the pay cuts uh, that all of the rest of the players will have. We'll have to see how that all pans out over there. But uh, Isaac um, Rodder 
the obviously a Wallaby lock for the Reds is going to be a big loss for them. And that brings you up to date with the rugby news. And I'm going to hand you back over to Stephen for our NRL update. Hello again, everybody. In league news this morning, Warriors Chief Executive Cameron George has confirmed the NRL has declined a desperate plea from the Warriors to bring in lone players to cover its injury crisis in the middle of the park where they are beginning to run out of stock. Already depleted by season-ending knee injuries to props Bunty R4 and Jackson Frey, the Warriors have suffered two more critical blows in recent days. Their most effective prop, Lisson Omar, went down on Friday with a likely season-ending ruptured pectoral muscle, and Jazz Tavanga also suffered a knee injury on Sunday. Cameron George is a hopeful, a second crack at securing a dispensation in the coming days will be successful. George has sought reassurances of being able to use players from outside the club before the Warriors flew to Tamworth, but was told every case would be judged on its merits. He stopped short of criticising the NRL's decision, but clearly George feels the current injury crisis in the middle deserves a dispensation and said it was not the intention of the club to be stuck in Australia and unable to field suitable players in specialised positions. And just furthermore, George says hopefully common sense will prevail on this issue. And that's all the uh, league news uh, for this morning. I'll see you again tomorrow. Thank you very much, um, Stephen, for that update. In grassroots rugby over here in New Zealand, there is hope that the number of people allowed in a group will be increased when it's reviewed on May the 25th by the government from, from 10 upwards to another a higher number. The 10 number has caused confusion uh, in sport A. Uh, this was not uh, the, uh, this was a surprise announcement when it was announced last week um, that the limit would be 10. A lot of people were expecting it to be 100. Um, and that's meant that some clubs uh, have well, have had to push back the start of their training. Other, initially, also, it was supposed to, it was apparently 10 people per pitch. Um, that has now been changed to be groups of 10 people as long as they stay distanced and don't share equipment. So, for example, you could have 10 in each half of a pitch um, to train instead. So, um, yes, definitely some confusion at a grassroots level as to the guidelines and how these should be enforced uh, a lot of um, sports wanting, uh, waiting for clarity uh, and has, hasn't, hasn't happened as smoothly a transition um, due to straight to stage two as a lot of these, uh, um, sorry, yeah, yeah, as a lot of these clubs and sports would have liked. The mainland tactics in netball are still looking towards having a good season. This is despite them having to change from being part of the mainland zone uh, and moving over to being run by Netball New Zealand as the mainland zone went into voluntary liquidation back in April. Uh, because of that, they have had to make various sacrifices and definitely and will not have the same funding and the same resources as other clubs. Uh, thankfully, uh, they've had a physio has been confirmed to help out head coach, but they definitely will not have the same level of uh, trainers that the other clubs will have. Still, 
they're looking to battle through this adversity and have a good season. So good luck to the mainland um, tactics this season when netball resumes. Um, and over in esports, Oscar Howell, uh, who I had on the long talk um, the other week, has reported uh, that the largest ever League of Legends um, tournament in New Zealand has finally paid up. Uh, the Organisers have said actually the plan wasn't to pay up until after the finals series, um, but they definitely went quiet for a long time and weren't responding to emails, Facebook updates and other uh, phone calls. Um, and so a lot of teams didn't know um, or were asking where and when they would get paid. That thankfully um, has come through uh, with no apologies, unfortunately, from the organisers. Uh, and if you want to get the full news on that, you can get that article um, by Oscar over on stuff.co.nz. Uh, it is a torn, it, is, it is an arena-style tournament, uh, and they're not sure how they're going to finish up the, the tournament un under the current um, social distancing and grouping guidelines. You are now up to speed with all the important sports news starting the day the best way here on New Zealand Sports Radio. Don't forget to join us at 7 a.m. every single morning for the uh, morning sports briefing. And I will catch you today at 2 p.m. with our interview with Rennie Ranger, um, and then also this evening with the Hash Rugby Chat at 8 p.m. And don't forget also the wonderful guests that Swinging From The Hip have for their show on Thursday at 8 p.m. Thank you, everybody. Have a great day and catch you all later. Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues, your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. Want flexibility? Take yoga. Want flexibility with your health insurance? Check out United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly medical, dental, and vision coverage that may be right for you. More at UH1.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 